We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. He lines us all up and I was standing with my dad. My dad had, you know, we had our arms linked and I, he could see I was a bit nervous. And he said to me, he turned to me just before we walked out, he was like, as long as we're together, you'll be fine. He's, he's, like, he's like, your husband is crying. He's like, but you're going to be strong and you're going to smile and be so happy. And I was like, I'll always just remember that moment. Hi, I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And hi, I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And this is Unveiled, your little black book of weddings. Let's get you guys hitched. G'day, Luce. How are we? I'm good. How are you? Good. How was New Zealand? You just got back from New Zealand. Had your first wedding back over there? Yeah, it was good. I had an elopement over in New Zealand, which was beautiful. For anyone who hasn't been to New Zealand, I would highly recommend it. It didn't exactly go to plan. The poor couple didn't get a chance to do what their original plans were. But regardless, it turned out beautifully because you just literally can't have a bad time or take a bad photo in New Zealand. My biggest tip for anyone who's thinking about going to the South Island is try and fly into Queenstown during the day. It's dead set the most incredible experience you'll ever have. Mm. I loved it. And we didn't get to do that when we went. Yeah, it's a pretty magical spot. Yeah, Didn't absolutely. the pilot come over the PA and said that uh, yeah. it was probably one of these favourite airport landings? Yeah, yeah. And you can imagine how many airports he's landed in. Yeah, nice. Well, that's a nice one to get back into weddings in, I suppose. Absolutely. And you had a very busy week last yes, week. I had weddings on Tuesday, Friday and Saturday. So three weddings to just get back in the swing of things. Yeah. No, they any, were all good. Two in Sydney, one in the Hunter. Any highlights? Highlights, you've put me on the spot. Do's, don'ts. Oh, you did mention that you felt really old. <laughs> we're the old people now. <laughs> yeah, well, no, the, all the weddings were amazing. But yeah, the first one, the bride and groom were probably maybe 24, 25. And I'm 33, so I very much felt my age on the dance floor. <laughs> but, uh, and 33 is not old, by the way. But that's all good. Yes, I know. It's not old, but anyway, I felt my age. <laughs> anyway, what have, what have we got today? <laughs> This week's episode is with Bride Anna, who married her partner Tim, a.k.a. Baba. Tim and Anna tied the knot at one of the most beautifully manicured South Coast venues, Benduli Estate in Berrima. We chat all things recovery party and why that was such an important component to their wedding weekender. Anna reflects on a few things that didn't go to plan, both leading up to her wedding day and on it, but at the end of the day, it's A-okay. Let's dive into this very funny, honest, and light-hearted wedding recap with Mrs. Anna Martin. Anna, it's Lucy Hello. and Eddie. Hello. Hi. How are you both? Good, Dallin. How are you? Yeah, really good. I'm very, very good. Just at home, sitting about one centimetre away from the heater, as <laughs> usual. Yeah, I know. How horrible is this weather? And can you believe it? it's been, what, oh, four or five months now since you guys got married? I know it's crazy. We're about we're going on our honeymoon next week. Where are you going? Oh, we're going to Europe. So we're going over to Paris oh, and then how to beautiful. Tuscany, Sicily, Croatia, London. 
Oh my god, Anna, you're gonna have the best time. I know. I'm very, very pumped. There's so very, many people that pumped. I'm just like, I just don't want to follow on Instagram anymore because I'm tired. Yeah, my friends are like, you're gonna be like insufferable, and I was like, yeah, probably will be. Sorry. <laughs> All the yummy food. Everyone that's yeah. over there at the moment looks like they're having the best time. So yes, and just some sun would be lovely. <sighs> And Fully. warm weather and just bronze skin and Afrol spritz and Exactly, <laughs> oh, all the good things. Oh, how good. All right, Dallin. Well let's kick things off with sure. just give us a bit of a background on how you and Bubba met. Bubba and I met uh, back when we were about 19 or even maybe 18 years old. Uh, he was a chef at the Treehouse Hotel in North Sydney. And one of my friends had just referred me in to start working as a waitress there. I kind of came in and didn't really know many people because I had sort of grown up more in the inner west and this was obviously kind of lower North Shore. I became friends with everyone immediately, um, kind of met Bubba, but Bubba kind of hung in the shadows a little bit. He was a bit quieter <laughs> at that stage. Um, but I think we we hit it off pretty quickly as friends and he was, I would always just ask for food pretty much. I would mm-hmm. maybe try and sneak him a couple of drinks <laughs> here and there, but it took maybe like a, about a, a few months. He had come out of, out of a relationship and then things kind of just kicked off pretty quickly. Like from friendship to dating, it, it um, didn't take a lot of time, which I think when you're younger, um, things maybe move a bit faster. I'm mm, not sure. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, we've be- I think we've pretty much been inseparable ever since and then now it's 10 years and we're married. <laughs> oh, that, so it took him, you did the, you did the apprenticeship, the 10-year apprenticeship. <laughs> That's it. Before yeah. he proposed. <laughs> very, 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 very long, very, very long um, Long apprenticeship, exactly. Okay, good. So when planning your wedding, uh, what were the most important elements to you both? Oh, so I think this is where I think our sort of ex-hospo kind of background, we really wanted good food, good drinks and be able to pretty much party the night away as, you know, within reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing that was important to us is we wanted to do a destination wedding. So... Initially, we really wanted to do Croatia, but obviously with COVID and everything, it just meant that the reality of getting married overseas probably just felt so out of touch at the time because we got engaged when we were in lockdown in July in 2020. So we were pretty much bound to the confines of our one-bedroom apartment in Darlinghurst. So getting to (laughs) Croatia at that stage was feeling quite unrealistic. And then we also were so dead keen on doing a recovery. So a next day. And by recovery, pretty much, I mean a big party the next day again. They Um, often end up being bigger than the wedding, right? Yeah. uh, In our case, very much so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I remember seeing videos on your socials and I was like, that looks like fun. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. things. It's like you, um, you're a little bit hungover, and then you have one or two just drinks, and then all of a sudden you just yeah, topped up, and it's you just <laughs> yeah, the hangover is gone, and you're co- enjoying yourself again. <laughs> exactly. We had a couple of special guests rocking up um, a little bit before the recovery, even with Jaeger bombs. So that was um, that was a well welcome surprise <laughs> after um, after quite a full on <laughs> wedding. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also probably go from. I think everyone kind of goes from that like civilized drinking just beer, champagne and wine and then the recovery the next day is kind of like whatever we can get our hands on that's probably not what we drank at the wedding. Yeah, exa- well that was it. Uh, that was an, uh, for the re- 
recovery, we was so, I was like, I know everyone's going to be so over beer and wine. <laughs> so we ordered about 10 cases of Fella yep. Seltzers. Yep. They were gone. They didn't last very long. But, yeah, everyone loved them. Yeah, they're, the that's a, they're a really good move. They're a great drink to just jump on and you can stay on Good summer drinks. Yeah, 100%. So you guys picked Benduli and you got married in the book barn. What drew you to this venue? So I went and had a look at a lot of different venues. I went to the Hunter. I went further down south. I'd been to a couple of different venues in Sydney, but I just absolutely adored the book barn because of all the books. I kind of grew up loving all of the Burklow books. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm saying I is because... Uh, I went and did all the research for the venue and then presented back to Baba. So did you go and do all the like site visits solo? No, no. Our family came to one of them up in Hunter Valley and Tim and Baba came with me to a couple down south, but I went to Ben Dooley by myself. Nice. He's like, you go to the one by yourself and you pick that one. <laughs> exactly. And I think the one thing that had kind of... um bolstered like our decision to really go with Ben Dooley is my parents have been to a wedding there the year before and we were quite like they were quite close to that family and they said that they were fantastic mm. um they are, they yeah. are a great venue <clears throat> they're, yeah. incredible. they're amazing they're yeah. amazing so I, I think as well where the ceremony actually happens uh when you're part of the book barn part of the venue you kind of walk down this amazing path as you guys know mm. and it's, it's just like walking into a fairy tale book. The homestead, especially in summer, is covered in all of these green vines and I just thought under the willow trees, I just want to get married here. Beautiful. It's yeah. pretty versatile too. I mean, I've only shot a ceremony in one spot, but, I mean, do they sort of There's use so the There's so many different spots there. <laughs> landscaping's actually been there for a long time so there's mm. so everything's uh, just grown and lush and yeah. the grass is it looks it looks natural it yeah. looks naturally like it like like it doesn't look like yeah. it has been too well manicured or, or kind of put there it just looks like it, yeah. it just appears there it's yeah. amazing and yeah it's another one of those venues that you literally don't have to leave the site you can just sort of turn around and be like oh exactly. let's just shoot here <laughs> everything's just beautiful exactly even even their wet weather like contingency plan for the book barn is absolutely stunning. So yeah. I knew either way I would be happy with that with that location. Yeah. And Amazing. they they have everything, don't they, love? They you don't have to bring oh, yeah. anything in for Bendoli. It's just You don't have to bump in any chairs or anything like that, which when I looked at other venues that started to add up a fair bit because oh, yeah. <laughs> in terms of yeah in terms of budget <laughs> but then also organizing vendors I organized the whole wedding myself I didn't have a wedding planner oh um, go girl but Kelly from uh Ben Dooley gets a special shout out she was amazing and she's like the project like the day coordinator yep. she helps you out with everything so yep. yeah she was awesome unreal 10 amazing. out of 10 for Ben well, just just <laughs> on Ben Dooley, did you decide I was just flicking through your gallery you got ready offside or was that in the homestead no so we got ready at the rift so this is where uh this is another thing where I looked at a lot of venues down south because uh, we have a fair bit of family on our immediate family. We wanted them to all stay together in a house on site, uh, not on site, sorry, in in Barrel. Mm. And then I also wanted to book a house for our whole bridal party. So there were two different houses and I wanted to host a recovery at one of them. Yep. The original one that I booked, uh, reading the fine print, uh, 
few months out from the wedding realized that they weren't okay with that. But I was very, very lucky that speaking with Janet from The Rift, you know, for a little bit of an extra fee, um, she let us have the recovery that we wanted at her amazing house um, where we had all of our bridesmaids and um, groomsmen, which was amazing. Yeah, unreal. That's awesome. Look look really nice. That's actually a really good point because we have experienced this ourselves. I remember for a, a friend's of ours wedding, we ended up booking two houses like right yes. next to each other and the recovery by default ended up at those houses but I remember like the Airbnb host got wind that there were a few too many people that weren't staying at mm. the place were at the houses and as a report from like neighbours and stuff and they were straight onto it they were like uh, this is not like part of the plan mm-hmm. and I remember we were all kind of like oh my god shit like this wasn't planned. It was just kind of something that happened, but it is really important. I think for people to notice those details, because I mean, if you're planning, if you're planning your recovery there, it's kind of crucial that they're across that. So exactly. I had this nightmare one night when that we all got kicked out of the recovery and I just was like, I need to be on top of this. I cannot have this happening in real real life. (laughs) So were there any hiccups in in the wedding planning at all? Uh, In terms of the planning, so there was, I would not really call this a hiccup because this was such an exciting thing for Luce, but I'd obviously booked you, Luce. I think you're one of the first vendors that I had locked in for my wedding. Yeah. And then obviously got the amazing news that you were pregnant (laughs) and... I think initially I was like, oh, it seems like we could maybe make this work. And then I think you kind of, uh, the gravity of the situation of birthing a child probably um, yeah. probably hit you and we were like, okay, cool. So I think, I, I can't remember how far out it was from the wedding, but you were amazing and you offered heaps of other alternative photographers for the day. And so th- I guess that was the only kind of hiccup in terms of planning, but it also meant that we got to meet Jimmy and we figured out that Jimmy and I had a lot of mutual connections anyway and he was amazing in the oh, end. How good so, is that? Amazing. Yeah. That's really good. Exactly. I mean, it is a hiccup. Like I, you guys took that so well and so many of my other couples had to do that as well. Um, mm. But I'm really glad you touched on it because someone like your videographer or, I mean, anyone, it, like it, it's going it, to, the weight of it's going to suck. But your photographer is a big one and especially because it's one of the first vendors that a lot of couples book. You guys took it so well. And I think the main thing is, is it's up to your vendors to sort of take that load off as much as they possibly can yeah. for their couples. Yes. And Jimmy's got a similar aesthetic in a way to, to Luce, so it was exactly you know, not a not a straight swap, but and he was at able least you're getting do... a similar sort of product as what you would have got with Luce, which is would have been refreshing. That 35mm yeah. film looked unreal too. Yeah, so Jimmy gorgeous. Was, he, well, Jimmy, it was lucky on our wedding day that Jimmy was uh, training up an assistant and he said, do you mind if I bring this assistant free of charge? And I was like, no, I love it. Tell him to come in. The assistant was shooting like a lot. I'm not sure who was shooting what camera at some stage, but Jimmy was shooting a lot of 35 millimeter for yeah. when we were getting ready. And I has some of my favorite photos are on film yeah. for sure. Yeah. You, look, you looked so stunning. He took this incredible photo of my dad with cigars. My dad is like, 
very Croatian um, and he literally looks like a mob boss in one of the photos. <laughs> oh, my God, I and love it. I, yeah, I really want to get it blown up and, like, framed uh, large for, like, a present for him for Christmas. I was going to ask you what your heritage was because you've got yes. this beautiful, you've got beautiful, um, like, olive skin and then I saw your dad and then I saw your mum and I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder what the heritage is there. Well, actually, this was uh, this was kind of important to both my mum and my dad to kind of have parts of, um, you know, their background and my heritage come through. So my father is Croatian and uh, he actually, so he was a bit nervous to do his um, speech because he was first and he, he went first, did his speech and then actually because he knew he was being recorded by a videographer that he wanted to say parts in Croatian. So oh, he actually recorded gorgeous. some of it in Croatian, which was really nice. Yeah, and then beautiful. obviously we had shots of Rakia after his speech. So Benjali were very accommodating with that, which was nice. Epic. That's awesome. That stuff's yeah. strong, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, very strong. <laughs> hit, some others, hit some other people probably stronger than others. But... Um, <laughs> And then, and then my mum, because she's she's Scottish, we um we did it as a bit of actually a surprise on the day for the ceremony that when when I was walking out of the homestead, like all the bridesmaids coming out, um, we actually had a bagpiper come out first. Awesome. Obviously, Southern Highlands, Scottish, yeah. you know that sort of thing. And yeah, uh, a lot of people were crying when I was walking out. Oh. So that was um. That was fun. <laughs> I love – is it bagpipes, did you say? Yeah, bagpipes, yeah. yeah. They are seriously such a beautiful – Their sound, the sound is so amazing. Yeah. Um, you guys did such a great job in blending the two backgrounds. Mm. Yeah. Really, yeah. Really nice. So I know there'd probably be a million favourites, but what was your favourite memory from the day? So I think there was a couple of like – really amazing memories uh with Bubba like obviously we we did um a bit of a shoot in bet- like in between I think first course uh, in between mains and then our speeches and the last sort of bit of the speeches Jimmy came and grabbed us and did a sunset shoot beautiful and it was just really nice time for us to reflect the two of us and also when we were shooting straight after the ceremony just us two it was really really nice Longer than Bubba had expected. He didn't expect him in front of the camera for so long. But I said, "We're getting our money's worth. You'll be you'll be with me as long as as long as we're needed." <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but there was also a really nice moment where I had been pretty relaxed the whole day, and I put that down to my amazing bridesmaids, my mum and my mother-in-law. But then also my glam squad. They were just so chilled and so nice, and we had a really amazing morning, and that was really nice. But then there was this moment in. The homestead where they, um, Mark, who he's amazing. He was like the on on the day guy. He's incredible. He lines us all up, and I was standing with my dad. My dad had, you know, we had our arms linked, and I he could see I was a bit nervous. And he said to me, he turned to me just before we walked out. He was like, "As long as we're together, you'll be fine." He's he's like he's like your husband is crying. He's like, but you're going to be strong and you're going to smile and be so happy. And I was like, I'll always just remember that moment. Oh, my God. I have full goosebumps. Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah, that's really (laughs) nice. Probably helped too because I feel like that – Totally. It is – that moment's pretty overwhelming for the girls, I think. I mean, for everyone, but you've got a long walk. (laughs) It's a a really long walk. I was in quite a – I had a dress with a train. It was a little bit wet underfoot, so my feet were – I was feeling like I was sinking a bit. Mm. And I think, you know, I'm not shy and I'm, I 
don't mind a bit of attention on myself, that's for sure. But I think it was quite overwhelming knowing that I was, I was like, holy shit, I'm actually getting married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and during the walk, like, I, I mean, I'm always fascinated to kind of know what the dad's whispering to the door or whoever's sort yeah. of walking the, the bride down the aisle. It's like, I wonder what they're saying. I wonder what they're saying to I keep, know. The, to keep the bride calm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I think my walk would be, would have been at least two minutes. Yeah, so it yeah. doesn't. It's quite a long walk. Yeah, it is, and you can see you from the moment you walk out of that house yeah. as well. So you've got beady eyes on you from the moment exactly. you walk out. So let's talk wedding budget. Were <laughs> there any unexpected costs there and did any expenses seem a, a little high? How did you guys go with mm. the coordinating the budget? So I was financial planner. I had all of the spreadsheets and everything like that Love in that. place. So the kind I kind of I use these they're called by your side planners. I've sent them to about 12 other people since I've used them, but it was a really good way for me to put an indication of how much I think how how much I thought everything was going to cost. So mm. I'd get like a range from a few different vendors for different things. And then I kind of kept track of that and just booked stuff. I think my advice is if you can start paying off stuff like month by month, so then you're not just left mm. like with all the things to pay like a month out, that helped us. But things that are, something that was kind of expensive that I don't know if even Bubba knows how much we spent on this, but the fairy lights that were installed at Ben Dooley, that cost like a fair bit more than a, I was like, I could probably buy all the fairy lights in Ikea for this, but that's fine. <laughs> you had um, like a canopy of I'm fairy lights over the tables, didn't you? Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had them. And I look, I wouldn't change it. It looked beautiful. But yeah, that was a bit of an unexpected cost. But I think I I had done, because we got engaged and we had a fair bit of time in between when we booked the wedding to, you know, when, when it was actually going to happen. I feel like I spoke to quite a few people and I, I I kind of got a little bit desensitized, I would say. Yeah. By the time you get to the end of the plan, you're just like, oh, fuck it. This yeah, is like- it's funny money, <laughs> isn't pre- it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think like there were, like there's a lot of things that um got left off the bud le- that got left off the spreadsheet. Yeah. You know, like things like I spent a fair bit of money on like survival kits and like for the house for all the bridesmaids and those little things like that, like. Mm like robes and stuff, they kind of got left off. Yeah. But all the big ticket items and things where I needed to track the deposit that I had paid and things that I needed and what I was owing, that all went into the spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, remind me, what month did you get married? Feb. So we got married in Feb. Cool. And then how far in advance did you book the venue? Was the venue the first thing you booked? Yeah, venue was the first. So from what I, you know, from every wedding blog and every bride that I'd spoken to, everyone said once you have the venue locked in, then you can start to roll everything back from that. So, you know, I went through the whole, we can't afford a wedding, overwhelmed. Um, But I think it was just something that we really had always wanted to do. Uh, our, Our families had supported us saying, you know, you know, I think you guys should have the big wedding. This is what you guys want to do. It's one, it's one weekend in your life and this is what I'm saying where I really wanted the recovery because to have just one day I was like I need I need the recovery as well. Like the, for me the wedding was such a big planning event and so much time had gone into planning it from my end. The recovery was obviously quite planned as well but I could at least 
uh, let my hair down a little bit more. Yeah, and yes. it's always good to debrief, you know, like there's things that yeah. you might have missed or a couple of people oh, you didn't chat to or like funny stories. I wanted to know all the goss. I yeah. was like, what happened after the wedding? Who hooked up on the day? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Can I just ask, with the um, with your original wedding, was your original wedding when you were getting married overseas, did you plan on having a smaller wedding or were you always going to sort of have that big I think we were always going to invite a large guest list, but I think obviously with overseas weddings, um, it always, you know, not everyone can go because of different reasons. So I think I, 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 I always liked the idea of doing a destination wedding, but then I've, I've heard of people that have tried to book destination weddings to what's it like in inverted commas trim, trim the fat and then everyone's rocked up and then, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's like, yay, so, holiday. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think, I think in our situation, I, we also had quite, we have a lot of family based in Sydney as well. So especially on Bubba's family side. So to make sure that they could all come just made sense to keep it, you know, at least, you know, only an hour and a half out of Sydney. Yeah. Who did you wear and how did you find the process of finding your gown? Mm, I feel like Catherine Tash found me on Instagram. I, I I feel like Instagram knows when you're engaged and you just start getting fed <laughs> so much content. Yeah. And I had a bit of time. We, we So I was looking at so many different designers. I knew I wanted something a bit bougie or a bit kind of fashion-y. That's what I wanted. And I couldn't quite find what I was after in the Aussie market without it, feel, without it feeling like I've seen it a million times. Yes. So... The designer is called Catherine Tash and she's based in LA and she does a couple of trunk shows at Sphere Bridal in Bondi. Yeah. Did you do so, with Sarah? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Isn't she gorgeous? She's amazing. She's yeah, amazing. She did such Sarah. a good job. Yeah. And so I went and tried on because I liked a few different dresses from Catherine Tash and the one that I actually thought that I was going to get, I didn't even end up getting. So I went and tried on about five different gowns you know a few fun ones just to you know try them on and do the whole bridal thing with mum <laughs> yeah um and I loved this one that well the one that I ended up picking but I had a, I slept on it for the weekend and then I had one of my other friends Charlotte who she works in fashion and I was like can you please come and have a look at it on the Monday I just want to make sure before I pu- pull the trigger and she said, I want to wear this to my wedding. So I said, okay, cool, lock in the dress. Let's yeah. go. Beautiful. <laughs> That's so good. And uh, like with that, Anna, how did you decide to wear your hair? Did you wait to pick your gown before you decided on your hair or did you just kind of go with something yes. that you knew you'd feel comfortable with? Yes, definitely. So I, I have a fair bit of hair but it's thin and I just know that it doesn't stay. When so it's out. I, oh, it just doesn't stay when it's out and it doesn't hold a curl for longer than about 15 minutes. So I... You've got I beautiful seen, hair. It, like, it's fine, but I really wanted it to look sleek. And also I thought if it's humid, if it rains, hopefully like my hair will, like the water will probably like ricochet off it, hopefully <laughs> with the amount of product that's in it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is around the time that Kendall Jenner had worn this kind of like sheer dress with this kind of bun to the Met Gala. And I was like, I want that hair. Oh, Kenny, isn't she just like, she's yeah, just. she's unreal. She's but the, a reference for everything. Exactly. But I, but that, that was kind of good. I mean, I had a really clear vision for the hair and then all I wore was a pair of earrings that I already had. Oh, beautiful. Really, really simple pair of um, earrings, just gold. Yeah, gorgeous. Well, your dress, I mean, we'll put this on our socials when we post the episode, but 
you had quite an accentuated top half of your dress. So I feel like if you'd gone heavy detail with anything else, it would have just looked too much. Exactly. It yeah. would have been a bit too much. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So <laughs> let's talk about writing your vows and your speech. Did you guys share notes or did you follow a format or how did you go with that? So our celebrant was amazing at this. So Alex Lolbach, who's based in the sort of barrel area, she was amazing at sort of helping us and guiding us because we both knew that we wanted to write our vows. And so, and we were both doing a speech as well, separate speeches. So when it came to writing our vows, I said to Baba, we should probably try and keep it the same uh, length because I think apparently Alex had said to us that there's been kind of some, she's like, it's never that awkward, but sometimes someone has a little bit more to say than the other person and it doesn't always mirror very well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I said, why don't we write about eight lines each? And we actually read them to each other when we were writing them. And oh, Bubba nice. was like, Bubba was a blubbering mess. But anyway, he said, there'll be enough surprises on the day that I'm, you know, I'm more than happy to kind of go through this together to make sure it sounds similar. Yeah, I like that. So, I actually love yeah. that. Yeah. It, well, it, it just made it just made it kind of flow on the day because the whole, you know, Alex writes this beautiful story for the ceremony and that was enough of a surprise. Plus, we didn't know what both of we had both of our all of our siblings do like uh, Bubba's two sisters did a reading and then my brother did a reading. Yeah. That they both wrote. So that was already an element of surprise. Plus, we didn't know what our each other's speeches were, so knowing the vows wasn't, you know, yeah. The end of the world. One person might be writing a comedy sketch and the other one's a bit of a, you know, a love poem. So you want to, you kind exactly. of want to be on the same page exactly. of what, what you're going to be expecting. Yeah, totally. And exactly. I feel like your vows is, I mean, it's for your partner, but you're also saying it in front of everyone else. So it's kind yeah. of like to knock it on the head with you two privately is actually quite nice. Yeah. Well, we, we had 135 people, 100, yeah, 135 people at our wedding. So... We wanted to make sure we got it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I love that. It's actually a really nice way to do it. How was your experience with dealing with all of your vendors? Do you have any tips for future couples here? So I would highly recommend meeting with your vendors in person if they have the time and if they want to. I think that like we ended up getting dinner and drinks with Jimmy and just really bonded and got to know each other. And I think it just helps you feel more comfortable on the day, especially with, you know, Bubba's not used to getting his photo taken all the time. So having that was um, was really, you know, important. Also, I think just kind of like trusting the process a little bit with my florist, um, Gabrielle Chevelli. She was amazing. And she sent over a couple of mood boards, trusted her straight away. I just kind of let her do her thing. And it turned out perfectly. Yeah. It was amazing. Like I couldn't have expected it to go any better. So... I think, oh, the one thing I will say, though, that it was a slight hiccup regret on the day was I I gave I gave someone my seating chart and how I wanted the seating plan, mm. but maybe my instructions weren't clear enough and it actually was backwards. That was the only thing that went no. wrong on oh, the day. No. What, the table, like where people were sitting? Yeah, it was like backwards. Like the people I wanted at the front near the speeches were actually at the back. Oh, and oh shit. no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which... Look, it wasn't the end of the world. It's just one one of our friends, he is deaf. So I wanted him at the front and he was all the way up the back. So. Oh. 
<laughs> where, where, were your, where were your folks? Were they? My, my folks were in the middle with us, which is okay. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I, as soon as I walked into the into the reception, <laughs> bit, my mum like, just what? goes, "Don't." She goes, "Don't panic," and I just go, "Don't." <laughs> she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's good. Oh, no. So I'm, I'm interested. Let's. So I just found a photo. You had three long tables. Oh yeah, I know. We had uh, four. Long we had tables. Four. 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 Four, yeah. long four long tables. Four long tables. Okay. So it just was meant to go the other way, which is <laughs> honestly, it's not the end of the world. But it's just yeah. a bit. It's a bit of a funny one because it's like it isn't the end of the world. No, and could yeah. so easily happen, I guess. But it's just kind of like oh, especially in the case of like you know. If someone's hearing impaired, they, it's kind of crucial they're at the front. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But look, it, it was fine. I think the other thing as well, uh, I would book um, when you book. Uh, like I like I loved our videographer, and the one thing I'm so happy that I spent a bit of extra money on was buying the raw footage after as well. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good so, point. Yeah. So like I have all of our speeches, a lot of our ceremony all just raw footage, which yeah, I like, I love our feature film, but I also just love, love the raw footage as oh, well. Amazing. So who, who shot your video? Uh, so my video was shot by Rachel Chevelle. So it okay. used to be called Blush Pink, but she rebranded as Chevelle Photography. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think her and Jimmy had worked together. So it just, it worked really well on the day. She, she'd been recommended by my sister-in-law. So I just... Yeah, don't try and reinvent the wheel. You know, if you've yeah. seen some good work done by other vendors, just go with it. Yeah, it's good that you mentioned that actually advice. because, yeah, a lot of videographers will give, yeah, the highlight film and maybe the speeches and the ceremony but not necessarily raw footage. So it's yeah. uh, good feedback for us videographers but yeah. also for, for other couples because there are certain moments that you miss maybe with the boys getting ready and that and you, you pick that up in the raw footage. Or like, even oh. just people chatting before the ceremony because oh, I was yeah. in I was in the homestead and I could just see people arriving but yeah. I couldn't I didn't I, I didn't get to be part of that part of the day yeah. <laughs> I've actually thought about that just lately Anna about like you know the bits that the bride kind of doesn't get to see on the day you know for, yeah. uh, for us I won't get to see Hudson go down the aisle and see oh. Eddie for the first time yeah. so like that kind of thing and thinking about that stuff is kind of like oh well no that's really important <laughs> yeah exactly. so I totally get it yeah so if you had the chance to do it all over again would you do anything differently I wouldn't do anything different only the seating chart saga <laughs> but that's fine we we can we can move on from that um, how torture is it doing the seating chart by uh, oh yeah and then for it to be backwards few few tears shed over that but and then anyway, you get a pull fine. out and you're like fuck <laughs> exactly <laughs> got a rejig Exactly. No, I don't think I would have done anything differently. There were so many funny impromptu things that happened on the day as well. So just kind of, I would just say, just go with it. Like, for example, one of my brother's friends is a rapper and like a relatively well-known like Aussie hip hop um, group called Triple One. And on the day, on the dance floor, I just said, you have to rap at the wedding. Like you just have to. And he was like, oh, I don't know. And I just went and spoke to our DJ and sax player and just said, can you just play this and get a mic hooked up? And that actually ended up being one of the most memorable, funny things that happened at the wedding. Like, it was amazing. It was so fun. So don't try and plan everything, I think. Yeah. So I feel like on the day you probably sort of just go, oh, okay, day's here, surrender control. Yeah, breathe. Whatever is meant to happen will happen. <laughs> What's your top tip or tips for future couples? 
I would say, I know it's probably cliche, but don't sweat the small stuff. If there's like a flower that you can't get, don't worry about it. If you can't get a particular, you know, type of dish on the day, if it's sold out, don't worry about it. No one notices. To my future brides, eat because you forget. And so if someone puts food in your face, eat. <laughs> That's a good one. And try and book somewhere that lets you party if you want to party and be careful with recovery stuff because you don't want to get caught out. Amazing. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you so much. Thanks we'll again, let you Anna. go and appreciate, appreciate your time, Dallin. No worries. Bye. 